This is the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show, giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. All right, so you know, Justin, how there are these um, community organizations known as MAD and SAD, um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving and Students Against, I think, Destructive Decisions is what the the term has been changed over the last decade or decade plus. Um, I've come up with another acronym with the ADD on the end. I'm, I'm in. Oh, you're in? Okay. Yeah, I don't even know what um, it is, but it, it, I'm, I'm in. And it has nothing to do with a good cause, but it's something that after the play on the field in London today, I feel is something that I need to start. So I have J-A-D-D, which is just another Dolphins disaster. Oh, I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be fad, F-A-D-D, like fans against... Oh, no. Yeah, I was looking for something to come up with that that, that would be another cause, obviously not as notorious or well-meaning as uh, mad and sad. But um, my expression for what's happening in Miami is J-A-D-D, just another Dolphins disaster. So we'll we'll get to that and plenty to talk about with that. And um, unfortunately with my team as well, um, you know, kind of sitting – Sim- there are some similarities. There are lots of differences between the two situations, too, though. But um, we'll, we'll get to talk about those. Um, I want to say at length. Hopefully, for not too long, we'll move yeah, on to other things. But we're probably going to move briskly through some of the games this week, just because we actually have a couple of emails we want to get to. Right, We've been right, putting right. off or forgetting to do, so we want to cover those. But, anyways, welcome into the 188th episode of the Joe Mays and JRF Show. I am Joe Mays. Sitting next to me, and that other voice you heard was Justin Rapoff. And um, we're talking NFL week four, and we've said this over the last few episodes that we've talked about NFL, which has really been since about June. But the last few episodes, uh, when we covered week one and week three, we said, you know, once we get into this episode in the first week in October, you kind of get a general idea of where some, if not most, of the NFL teams are. Right. Who, who are the contenders? Who are the ones that are already looking towards the offseason and the draft? Quarter, quarter of the season for all but two teams is now complete. Correct. So, well, as of tomorrow night. Right, um, right, yeah. One, but, once uh, the Monday night game is right, played. Yeah. For the majority of the teams, they have four games in now, and um, that's a quarter of your games that you're going to play this season, at least for some of those teams. And uh, for some, it looks like, you know, hopefully the, the worst is behind them. Some of them are building – um, expectedly or unexpectedly to hopefully better, bigger things for their franchise. So uh, excited to kind of uh, talk about the stuff on the show tonight, regardless of how our teams did. Um, you know, we're getting into October, so we're getting into the full swing of, you know, you, you talk about October uh, a lot. We because, have crowned the month of October right. as the greatest mo- month on the sports calendar yeah. because of what's going on. Baseball playoffs start. Just starting. Yep. NFL um, regular season. College in, in football full swing. regular College season. football regular season in full High swing. High school season in full swing. Hockey so, starts soon and NBA starts. is revving up. Right. Yep. And WNBA is, is in the finals. Like, wow, wow. wow. I'm just, I'm just saying, kidding, like, I'm kidding, well, and, and you know, it some is. of the European soccer leagues, uh, you right. know, for some they're, people, that's a big starting thing. to get going. So October is the best. October month. is the, you know, if you're not looking at the end of events of some of the sports, you know, like well, football think, in January and February, I think like NASCAR is starting to get down to their chase for the cup. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, no matter what sports event, like either they're starting 
they're in the middle of it or they're winding down all in the month of October. So, yeah, if you're a sports fan, October really is the month that you just like there's so much going on. It's basically the opposite of July. Which is just awesome for all other reasons. Yeah, absolutely no reasons that July is amazing. But anyways, if you'd like to interact with us here on the Joe Amazing JRF Show, there's a bunch of ways you can do that, and Justin has that information for you. Yeah, we'd love to have your take on uh, any of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to focus mostly on football. Um, we will do some of the noteworthy things from some of those other areas as, as we move through the month. But, um, you know, we'd love to have you call the show. You can use the May Sandwich Shop hotline at 530-563-6297. Again, 530-563-6297. You can also email uh, the show using the May Sandwich Shop email inbox at jomazeandjraf at gmail.com. Again, jomazeandjraf at gmail.com. Actually, we have, as I mentioned before, a bunch of emails to cover that have been sitting in our email, e- email inbox for uh, over a month or so, um, some that just came in uh just a few days ago so we definitely want to get to that but elsewhere in terms of you know getting your input on the show you can find us on social media primarily facebook and twitter our fan page on facebook uh facebook.com slash joe Mays and jraf and on twitter we're at joe Mays and jraf as well um but Definitely the best way to get our attention is email for sure or call us. You know, like we put that number out there for a reason. So if you want to give us a call and get on air live, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. Uh, But tonight we're going to start with the May Sandwich Shop email inbox and uh, go first to, I think we'll go with the picks one here. Um, A couple weeks back we had uh, a reader send in his picks for the NFL season. And this was a few weeks ago, just just to be clear. Yeah, this so. was this was a, uh, you know, this was not obviously like last week after some of the games have already been played. But we do want to uh, get his picks out there as he is a a loyal listener and one that interacts with us very very often on the show. Usually uh, taking the counter counterpoint or opposite view from what we're talking about because we're usually ripping on his Patriots and obviously right. he doesn't want any of that. Uh, but he did want to get his picks out there. Um, and I'm sure he's wishing that as we read them now that he could make revisions, uh, much maybe like not. You, you and maybe, I. Maybe not. Maybe, much like maybe he's you and in. I uh, would, would uh, probably pick the same. <laughs> but uh, here we go. So this is from Rich in Massachusetts. Joe and Justin, yes, I know that you don't have a show this week. Remember, this was a few weeks ago. But I wanted to send in my picks before week two was over. So he did the, do these after week one. So I don't know, you know, right. knock him a little bit for that, getting a little late. But, yeah, but if you see some of his picks, yeah. maybe he didn't he's take not, that into account. not cheating. <laughs> um, but AFC North, he went with the Bengals, and he says just because it always seemed to make it this far, it is hard to argue Legitimate with. pick. We yeah. think that's a, a good pick. Um, we, I think, both had them finishing second. I think so. Behind um, Pittsburgh? Yeah, behind Pittsburgh, I think. Um, so no qualms there. He did the same thing that everyone did with the AFC South. He went with the Colts, and technically they're in first He's place. He's right. <laughs> it just, I'm not sure they could be in first place in a least convincing manner, yeah, or I mean, a less convincing manner. But so. you look at the other teams in there. Titans on a bye with the, this week. Houston got destroyed. Jacksonville but, lost to the Colts. Right. Like who, and, he and says, you know who what? else is it right. going to be? Exactly. And, and that was kind of one of our arguments. Now, we thought they would go a little further, but definitely. It, you know, you make that argument. No one, no one else is prepared to beat them yet, and that was shown again today in their game. Um, then next up, uh, Rich right. picked the AFC East, which he picks the Patriots. And it's not, and necess- you know, we may joke, kid him about being a homer, but that's that's the smart pick. And like we both picked right, it. As we both well. picked it. Like 
Who's not going to pick the Patriots there? So. Out west in the AFC, he also went the Broncos, which we did kind of begrudgingly. He kind of says the same thing. He says it'll be a struggle, but they'll prevail. I agree. I agree. It's hard to argue with that. Wildcard one, he went with the Chiefs, saying defense, defense, defense. Which is kind of funny because in reality, like, I agree. Like, if, if they're going to make it, that's what they need. And week one, it looked like they had it. Um, and then week two looked like they had Should it, be and, Denver. and they didn't, and then they lost last week ugly. Um, now, and now this week they fall as well. Right, so, right. So uh, I, We both agreed that we thought Broncos, Chiefs, again. Chargers all would be in, right. in the play. So he went with Chiefs to the wild card. Unfortunately, like me, and I, did you pick them as well in the wild card spot? The Dolphins? Yeah. I can't I remember. remember. We'd have to look back, but... Uh, he picked the Dolphins as a second wild card, um, and he th- wanted to do it specifically to upset Steelers I think and I Ravens did, fans. I think I did Dolphins and Chargers as my as my two wild cards. So, guys. yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're pretty close there. So, he went Bengals, Colts, Patriots, Broncos, Chiefs, Dolphins from the AFC. In the NFC, he went Packers because of Aaron Rodgers in the North. Can't disagree there. Saints in the NFC South, but he said he's rooting for the Falcons. Well, so, he pulled what you did. Right. He's like seems like he wanted to go Atlanta, but ended up going New Orleans. Right. And I thought Atlanta would be better. I didn't think they'd be this good. And I, kind of the opposite with the Saints. I thought they'd be better than last year, but not. And they've actually looked like they've been worse. Now they have a big game tonight, and they win tonight. You know, start to change everything. But they could be going zero and four tonight. I think. Yeah. So Crazy. that that would be a huge problem. In the NFC East, he like you went with the Eagles, uh, right. mostly to set up what he's going to get to in a little bit. And out west, he went with the Seahawks, saying they're still the best in the West. His two wild cards were the Cardinals. If Palmer stays healthy, they're looking pretty good right now. And and exact same scenario as last year. They looked like world beaters last year too. And then Carson Palmer got hurt. Like and week then nine, Drew Stanton got and, hurt. In week and ten, then it was terrible. And then, but right now, now I say that the Cardinals were in a struggle today. So we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But they looked really good, even regardless of what they do today. And then uh, for a second wild card, he picked the Cowboys, but had no reason for it. Right. <laughs> In the AFC Championship game, he went Patriots over Colts. Um, he says no matter what type of football they use, Patriots would beat them. And in the NFC, he went Eagles over Packers. And in the Super Bowl, to set up a victory over the Eagles and a rematch of the Super Bowl from, what, 10, 12? 2005, I think, season. Uh, no, it was 2005 Super Bowl. 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, Patriots over Eagles, and uh, so that's where uh, Rich from Massachusetts uh, saw the NFL season going. It was pretty similar to what we picked. Right. Um, you know, we both we all kind of thought high on the Colts. Um, he wanted to take the Falcons. I would say the only one there that I feel like we all should have seen coming, and and you you can probably claim that you did the most and paid attention to it is Saints. Um, well, yeah, I they had, weren't good last year. I had Atlanta you know, like, in first and New good. Orleans in third, with right. Carolina um, in second. Exactly, and you know that, you know that that could still play out. I think that's more likely than Rich or I either being correct yeah. or both being correct on. And on it, the it's same. hard looking at his and thinking back to ours. Like the the ones that we picked that are wrong by and large is ones that a lot of people like. Everyone right. was and all the, over the Colts, right? And that's where I don't I don't and, really feel bad about that because I'm like everybody would pick them. There's no reason not to pick them, and they're still probably going to win it. Um, you know when you when you look at you know uh, Dolphins for example, and again we'll talk about that, but they should have been better than they are. Well, this and year. by and large, and that's people that's the were big problem. Him. People right. were picking them, so like. I feel bad as a Dolphins fan knowing that right. they're awful. But I don't feel like that was but a bad pick. I don't think it was a bad pick. Right. Um, I feel great about my Falcons pick right now. Right. The Saints is the only one where I'm like, 
They were bad last year. Why did I, and they got rid of their best receiver in tight end, Jimmy Graham. Why did I think they'd be better? Mostly because I just didn't think Sean Payton and Drew Brees could be that bad again this year. And well, they, they might not be that are. bad. They might not be that bad again this year. They might be worse. So yeah, we'll crazy. have to wait and see how that how that plays out. But yeah, so the Cardinals were looking pretty good, but they're losing to the Rams right now. So we'll get to those yeah. games here in just a few moments. But we do have um, another email from Richmond, Massachusetts. This one did come in just yesterday, ready for the show today. Uh, he was actually getting caught up on our show from last week uh, when he decided to send this email. Uh, and, you know, last week we talked about how the Patriots were looking through three weeks. And, you know, we talked about how we honestly thought they could go undefeated, which I think on Monday or Tuesday in all the NFL blogs and nfl.com espn they're all saying how they think the patriots go undefeated i was like yeah we had it first right totally. yeah. that's ours that happens a Can't, number of yeah. times because a lot of those stories come out on mondays and we're talking about a sunday night it's totally i mean we're uh, i'm it. sure that our five listeners are the ones that right. that exactly. you know are sending exactly. it into espn being look at these guys saying patriots undefeated but uh anyways rich watched the show and he had some thoughts and th- this is what he says let me get this straight the new f- new phrase of the Joe Mays and J-Rap show is vomit-inducing, <laughs> as is when Justin tried to say that the Patriots are currently the best team in the NFL. He didn't say it, but he must have been feeling it. <laughs> and then to follow that up, when Joe says that the Patriots win this year's Super Bowl, it would be vomit-inducing. I stand by that. Right. So yes, check the tape. That is what you said in case you forgot. No, I didn't forget. I know what I said. <laughs> I can't help but wish to have both of them come true. So since you can't say anything one way or the other for the next three weeks about my Patriots because they're on their bye, I know it'll be off for the following two weeks. I'd like to talk about the Thursday night game. The Steelers need a kicker. They agree because yeah. they gave Scobie the boot. After trading for him. And I I went in, I was talking to people on Friday morning, and I'm like, look, the only reason he's the kicker in the next game is because they traded for him. If if he is. Like I said, he's gone before the, the week's out because they have a chance to sign guys before other teams cut their kickers. And he's um, gone. <laughs> and he's gone, yeah. So it says something when you trade for a kicker and then he's gone before week by the end of week four. Yeah, crazy. But they've lost two games. He's missed four field goals in those games. Now, they lost by seven, and I know you can't just do straight points, but – he missed field goals early in the Patriots game. Right. Changes the game. He missed field goals late against the Ravens. Absolutely changes the game. Yeah. Like, game's over. Right, exactly. Um, that was a win that was taken away from and him. And he that's, just didn't do it. Rich continues and on those points that you just mentioned. Rich says, they should definitely be 3-1 and one right there. Right. Or maybe even 4-0, and oh, saying that opening Thursday night game against the Patriots you, you could have been different. Know. Right. Could have been different. Um, except for their kicker. Or maybe it was the lucky purple socks that one of your fans wears while watching her favorite team, the Ravens, that forced the ball to miss the upright. Actually, she wore no purple this Thursday because it hadn't worked the, first, the first three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Well, now she can't wear them ever again. Right, exactly. Like, she, she knows that, right? She won't. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we start to get back into uh, some interesting conjecture and stuff that I know has been bouncing around the sports atmosphere. Rich says, but something else happened on the sidelines that I went looking for on ESPN, ESPN, because if it is on ESPN, it must be right, as you both know. <laughs> I believe there is a penalty for having and using your cell phone on the sidelines during the game, and there were pictures of Pittsburgh's Big Ben using his. I guess it must be nice not to be a Patriot or Tom Brady, because you know this little tidbit would be all over the sports stations. Cheaters once again, and let's give him another four-game suspension. So have a good show tonight, and as always, have a good two weeks off. I'll be listening when you get back. Hey, I yeah. did so, you see anything? About I it? I didn't see it. I didn't see anything about it. But he does raise a point. Like, 
Yeah, P- team in their division w- got in big trouble. The Browns for texting from yeah. the from the owners box down or the GM's box. I like it if it's in the rule, there should be a penalty. I don't, you know, and I well, think I Rich think- is kind of writing about this. They they need to address it. I don't know what they, the penalty need, would be. I, no, but. I completely agree. But I think generally when there's a first violation of this rule, I think it's a reminder, like a warning. Right. Because I think the reason that the Browns got hit so hard was because they had done it before and were told and about we're told, it. Right. That yeah. sounds familiar, doesn't it, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there I get, there was pictures, video of him using something. I, I know it was it was definitely in the the, the sports. Uh, I have to laugh all the time when the Friday. announcers accidentally will talk about the coaches using their iPads on the side when it's Microsoft plastered surfaces. everywhere, and Microsoft is used spending yeah. tons of money to have them specifically use Microsoft services. Right. I don't really care. Right. You know, I'm not going to go buy a product or not buy Just a product because, because they're the using on the sideline, but. There are people who do care, well, and there and a lot of those people are signing checks at Microsoft or developing a larger ad campaigns than anything that we right? would have and to accepting out. those on the NFL's behalf. Um, you know, and some of those are on national broadcasts, so it, it's interesting because they talk about you know I I don't we don't necessarily follow him or talk about him a lot, but Darren Rovell always breaks down like the the free airtime you know you get from extra things happening, and that's always one of those things. So you know. Them calling it an iPad, Apple loves it because it's free. Yeah, they just you know? need to call them tablets if they're not going to refer to them right, as service. Right, right, right. I'm surprised Microsoft hasn't told the NFL, be like, you need I'm to get your media I bet they do. I bet they control. do. And I said, I know I've been watching one game where they said it, and I said to the people there, I'm like, they will make, they'll correct that statement later on. And like a drive or two later, they made specific reference to the use the of the Microsoft service. Like, so the producer was in someone's ear because you, you know the people like announcing it aren't going to catch it. So, but. anyway. The Big Ben cell phone thing, yes. I, if it's completely against the rules, I didn't see. It's interesting. Sometimes you don't have injured players that go to the stadium, so right. I didn't. Well, I guess apparently it would apply he didn't use them. crutches because the Steelers' rule is that you can't. They don't want anyone on crutches on the sideline. Somebody's like, yeah, but if it's Big Ben is on crutches, right, yeah. and that's not an NFL rule. That's a Steelers' rule. You're just like, we need him on the sideline because he's going to be talking to Vic yeah. like every off. You so know. hey, if it's against the rules, hopefully the NFL said, look, don't do this again because that's generally right. like I said, the past histories when this has come out of cell phone usage between players, execs, whatever. It's been a warning first, and then if you do it again, that's when you start getting in trouble. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, I haven't heard too much about it, but I it'll again, be interesting I, to see because he's out a few more weeks. So right. Yeah. You'll if get it a happens again, happens. yeah, then there's a problem. Right. Um, I think the first time, I, honestly, who's telling the injured people, hey, don't remember, don't take your cell phone on the field. Right. Like that's no not one something that's going to come up. And especially up. when it's Big Ben. Right. Like, if you're the equipment guy and you know that, you're not you're telling not him. You're going to be like, you can't take that right. out there. Right. Right. There's no one to tell. So you know, you, if you're the equipment guy and you're the responsible for that stuff. Yeah, you're not you're not telling him. You're just gonna let someone else tell him. Yeah, and if he gets so, fined, he'll be mad at you. So I, I don't know. That might be where that story ends. I don't know if, if the NFL has much to but say about it. Something to look for next time the Steelers play. On, yeah, on, I'm sure on they'll. Sunday. I'm sure the uh, the cameras will be all over that to see if uh, either one way pops up. Huge loss for the Steelers. Yeah, because absolutely huge. They could have. They had a chance to knock down a division rival zero and four. The Ravens zero and four. Get a win under your belt with Vic. You know and. It's one of those games where they played well enough to win, but didn't because they missed way too many field goals. 
right. So before we go and quickly recap the games, yeah, we should we'll just this email, which we should have done a month ago. Yeah. We forgot about wanted it. wanted to put it off till the Eagles preview, and, and then, then we, just we forgot. forgot. So we wanted to do this the week before week one uh, during our NFC East preview, which is the last preview we did. Because um, Reader Jeff, your dad, had a good one about Chip Kelly. Right. And it would have been nice to discuss this before the season started. Oh, it's interesting now, too. Because, you know, I think you would have gotten a little bit more right. insight out of it. Because at that time, we were going to be using things based on our opinion. Um, but now there's a lot more right. data and facts that it's no longer an objective thing. It's more right. a subjective right. thing. Uh, or it's no longer a subjective thing. It's more of an objective thing right. now yeah. because of the uh, information presented to us these first four weeks of the season. But anyways, why don't you read your dad's okay, email? so of the coaches in the NFL's class of 2013, basically the coaches that became head coaches in that 2013 year, uh, Chip is second in wins only to uh, Bruce Arians in Arizona. Um and only by one, 21 to 20. Is this year that Chip pulls away uh, the elite of it, from the elite of his class? Like, does he continue to rise, or does he prove to be a bust? And that's that's an interesting point. Now, this could be the, the Homer side of it. Chip isn't the reason they lost the game today. Um, you can make arguments here and there that, you know, some things fall on him because he is the head coach. I'm not saying he's without fault in, in the Eagles' slow start this year. But he's not the reason they lost the game today. They can't catch the ball. The you know, they're they're third they have the third most drops in the NFL. You know, I guarantee the two teams that are ahead of them, I don't know who they are off the top of my head, but I guarantee they're not, you know, winning tons of games either. No. You know, you can't drop that many Honestly, one of them could be the Dolphins. Right. So yeah. Exactly. Like not even kidding. Right. Um you know, he didn't miss a forty four yard field goal in a dome on the opening. Or an extra point. Or an extra point today, or you know another makeable field goal today. You know they they missed three points. They left three points on the field week one. They left four points on the field today. They lost by two points in week one. They lost by three points today. You know he it's one of those things where he, there is some fault of his. All right, I I'll, I'll, I understand that he's the head coach. He's making the personnel decisions. So he's making the decisions for the people who are on the field. But the people on the field are not executing. And and he, I know he just quoted as saying that after the game today, and he's absolutely right. They're not they're not executing. I still think I, I, I think Bruce Arians is a great coach, and I think he may be the best coach out of that group. I think this year is gonna Bruce Arians is gonna continue to raise it as long as Carson Palmer is healthy, um, because look what he did in Indianapolis before he's there. I think the Eagles turn it around this year and still finish respectable. They might be too slow of a start. Their season. Or the games might be a microcosm of their season. They seem to get off to a bad start, and then sometimes, not the Dallas game, but sometimes they you know, make up for it and they start coming back a little bit. I think the season's going to end up being just like that. Got off to a slow start. They'll get hot as the season goes on. They'll be fine, but it's gonna the beginning of the season is going to be too much to overcome. That That's my take. The I want to just point one thing out that you said right there before you talked about Arians to play devil's advocate to that statement of the players not executing. Just be a reminder that he's the one that got those players now. No, absolutely. And I'm not saying this to you. Right. I'm just like and that's, to everyone. And that's where it is. Up until this point, that's different because they weren't his players. He, you know, he wasn't he had the a personnel person. Right. Now they are. Now, but I look at it. All right, running game not being there. Okay, but you, you can also be like, all right, well, um, 
you know, LaShawn McCoy is not exactly lighting the world on fire in Buffalo and is basically saying, I'll play when I'm ready. I'm not, you know, putting it online right, for the he's team. Not playing Whereas DeMarco Murray's like, I may not be 100%, but I'm playing because that's what I'm here to do. I don't know which one of those is right. You know, you can look at it from the career point. I don't blame LaShawn McCoy if you, you don't want to risk further injury. But at the same time, as a team and the person who's managing the team, I want you to make the decisions that are best for the team. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Deshaun Jackson always hurt, you know, locker room problem. He's gone too. So he wouldn't be opening up the field for anybody right now in, in Philly. You know, not addressing the line in the draft, which everyone questioned, that's proving that's to be a problem. Deal. Yeah, it's a huge and deal. now they have guys hurt on the offensive line, so it's even more of a problem. Right. Uh, so Garner lost right. for a year. That's the biggest decision. Letting LaShawn go, they've got talent to replace him. Letting Deshaun go, they've got talent to replace him. Now, they're not holding on to the ball. But the biggest problem is the offensive line. Second half today, when they gave Bradford a chance to actually stand back there and look to be able to throw the ball, he was throwing over the top of Washington. He was throwing underneath of Washington. Like, he was getting passes done. But they just couldn't keep him upright long enough, you know. And and so it's one of those things where, you know, I think the biggest personnel issue is the offensive line, not those other issues that are a little more high profile. And that's what my dad just said. He said, like the season before the season started, he said he thinks the Eagles' biggest deal is their offensive line has regressed so much over the, right. the last and couple it, of years. And if everybody was healthy, I think they're okay. They're good enough. But Peters but has been not. in and out of the lineup. Like right. I said, Gardner's lost for the year. You got rid of Mathis and Harriman's. Not that they were at tip-top form right. anymore, but you got you right. got people older, more injuries. You let go of talent that didn't replace it with as right. good of players. Like you're going to have an issue. Right. Um, to answer your dad's question from my point of view, I want to say at the beginning of the year, reading that question again, I wanted to say. Do I think he pulls away? No, because I think him and Arians were going right. to be about on par. You're right. Because if Arians wasn't and in that class, yeah, I think he probably Chip does. has lost at least one, maybe two, to Arians yeah, um, right, in, exactly. in Arizona. I think um, it's one just because of Arians. No, it might be two. I, I don't remember. But, right. yeah, it's those two um, that would be the difference between Chip being in the lead or Arians being and in the lead. And I also look at, in terms of big-name stars and huge talents, like I feel like there's – more in philly than there is in arizona now that's yeah. not exactly fair right but like and probably maybe i've heard of the, a lot of the philly players more because we're closer to philly right. but you know you can tell me to name a bunch of cardinals and i'm naming cardinals that have been there forever or just got there you know right. like carson palmer larry fitzgerald now this year chris johnson you know okay patrick peterson tyron Mathau. that's it that's bobby massey not. you know i can name right. a couple because of my draft coverage but you know, uh, and and fantasy for that matter, right. but it, the Eagles I can rattle off a ton, and I just feel as though there's some bigger names, bigger personalities in Philly versus Arizona. Um, so I feel I feel, and I know this probably isn't true based on the talent on the field that Chip should be getting more out of his team than Arians is getting out of his team. Um, but before the season started, I wanted to say they were neck and neck. I thought the Eagles were going to be good this year. I didn't think they were going to be great. Uh, I think I had him as a wild card, uh, but I did. Ha we did have Arizona significantly challenge Seattle out west, right. and definitely as a wild card. Um, but you know, based on all that, was Chip going to pull away? Not in my eyes, but I thought he was going to be close to Arians. Is he going to be a bust? Well, that's still up in the air right. now. And and what I think there's room in between. He may not be the best because Arians may be the best out of that group. But I honestly, he I don't know that he'll be a bust. Um, I think. 
like I said, I, I still think they'll turn it around this season and be good. The problem is going to be, did they dig themselves too big of a hole? Right. Now, the, now the good news is there are teams losing all over the place games they shouldn't lose. So, um, you know, if they can turn around sooner rather than later, maybe they'll be in the thick of things. If they can't, they're going to look back at the beginning of the season, like games like today and games against Atlanta, that they should have won. Yeah. You know, so. And just um, for a reference point, since we've kind of covered this um, for the most part already, um, talking Chip Kelly, um, the Eagles fell to the Redskins today uh, to drop to one and three on the season. Right. One and three on the season. Um, you know, and if we talked last week, you know, that game, the Jets basically handed that game to the Eagles because right. after the, because what it, the Jets have done the first good. four weeks, um, now you can say maybe the talent level isn't there, but I think if they play again, I think the Jets win. Yeah, and maybe not like one time, but like if they play, they would never. If they play ten times, I think the Jets six or seven times. Yeah, I'd say they probably win six to seven times. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that you know, that that's that's about where we're at. Um, you know, so you look at it. The Eagles play um, New Orleans next week. Well, they should win, but they should have won today. They're home, two and they're home. In a row. And well, and they're home, and that doesn't necessarily help them. The Giants aren't as bad as everybody thought they were the first two weeks. They just didn't get it done at the gun, you know. And so that's that's a tough one. Carolina is to really me, good. Sad thing to me here is looking. What's the next game that Philly should win? I'd say oh, New November, Orleans, November fifteenth. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> they got a shot at that one. Yeah, so they might beat New Orleans, and then they might beat the Dolphins. Maybe Detroit. Well, see, I honestly, of all of those, like, because you can't figure out the team, <laughs> all of them I think are toss-ups. Are there any there that I think they absolutely win? No. Are there any there I think they absolutely lose? Yes. No. Which one? New England. Okay. At New so England? Are you kidding o- me? I was, I was only looking to, oh, to like, okay. the fifth. Okay. To, sorry, like, was, there is no chance of them winning I was game. only looking to right around Miami. Hopefully I just put the reverse jinx on that, but... Um, no, there's no way that they win that game. You'll be in Indianapolis, so it won't even matter. I'll, yeah, you're right. You'll be driving home. You can listen to it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh man, yeah. It could be a long year. The oh, question hey, we can get the uh, Arians Kelly Bowl if if Kelly's the, still there. The question is going to be how many. And I already got it. I got it last week from my. Or actually, I think it was a halftime of last week when they were still looking really bad against the Jets. Or no, they were looking good at before against the Jets. Before it might have been against Dallas. I got the text from uh, college buddies who are not Eagles fans, not NFC East fans, but they're just like. Is Chip around next year? And I said, I think if he gets the seven wins, he's around next year. If he's less than that, I think it's a toss-up. Um, I honestly, I think. I think seven wins, they get there. It's his third year. I know. He won 10 the first two years. He's now with his own players. Because they won 10 the first two years is why I think he gets another year. Yeah, yeah you could be right. You could be right. And, like, the quarterback situation for next year is really interesting. Well, oh, that's one of that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I wanted to say in terms of the Eagles. They look like the one personnel move that Chip made that good was not, you know, it wasn't just him, obviously, but them not extending Bradford looks genius right now. Right. Now, it's, now, that it, being it said, kind of messes he, you over for like, the I know he didn't have a great game today. He threw for 290 yards and three touchdowns. Now, so when they kept him upright, he played well today. Unfortunately, they only kept him upright for about 18 minutes of game time, you know, which so, is not nearly enough. The, so the, the they're in trouble. Thing. They need they they can turn around because the NFC East is not a, it's not terrible, but it's not that good. So if they can win a couple games here before the bye, you know, if they can beat New Orleans and then 
beat the Giants because they're in Philly, you know, and then they lose going into the bye maybe. They, they have a chance to lose to Carolina, you know. They have a chance to be like three and five maybe going into the bye, which doesn't sound great. But, you know, if they get hot coming out of the bye, maybe they can – and turn things on. The problem is they play some really good teams down the stretch. They're they're in trouble. If say the Eagles go win five or six, and Chip takes keeps his job. Now here's the thing: if they win five or six, does Chip leave? Like that's that's the question. I don't know. Not many coaches in the NFL are leaving. I could see Chip leaving the Eagles, going back to college. Yeah, why not? Where, well, I'm where, just saying where all your stuff, you whatever you say goes. If you if he wins five or six and decides to stay, not fired, doesn't resign. Is he taking a quarterback in the first 10? You have to. If well, you're letting Bradford walk, you, have you got to. to. Right. If they let Bradford walk, you got to. And this, I don't know who this you was take. supposed to be a really good quarterback class. And it's not Trevon Boykin. Right. Are you going to go Trevon Boykin? Are you going to, is he going to go with someone like an athlete that you I feel want? like Trevon Boykin is, uh, I think it was Taj Boyd from Clemson, Clemson a few years ago. I mean, I know they're not the same, exact same player, but like, I just, to me, they, they remind me of that, you know. Um, they could go Connor Cook from Michigan State. They, you know, it's tough to think know. about saying it right now, but, you know, before the disaster that has been the last two years, everyone thought Christian Hackenberg was a top 10 p- player. Yeah. Trent Dilfer still said it this week. He, Trent Dilfer, and this is what concerns me as a Penn State fan. He basically said Penn State's the problem, not, not Christian Hackenberg. And I agree. I, I agree, too. The offensive line is terrible, and John Donovan needs to go. You saw what he could do in a pro-style offense right. under Bill O'Brien. As he a didn't freshman. just forget As how to play the year old. position. Right. As an 18-year-old with less talent around him. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think, they're, I think the problem is it's not a good fit. It's not a good oh, it's fit. Not. So it's and not a good fit for him, and it's not a good fit for the offense. But you can't bench him because he's yeah, be, he's the most talented player on the roster. that would be roster. terrible for recruiting. You bench a four- or five-star quarterback right. because he doesn't fit right. your system? No, you don't do that. But I agree. And I can't come out and say it because they'll be like, oh, you're Penn State homer. I'm like, okay, fine. You want to throw right. that at me, whatever. I, but I truly believe that Hackenberg is going to light it up in the NFL. I agree. I, I think I he's going to so be too. good. Is, and, and you know what? Dropping down to later in the first round or into or in the, the second, second round. That's it, beautiful for him. Yeah. Less yeah. expectations. Right. Um, but so that's another offer. Jared Goff, another opportunity. I don't know. There. I don't know what the issue. See, that's the problem. If you win five, they'd be better off winning one. Now, Chip's not around if they win one. Right. No, he's not. But they're not. Then, he's then, not around. Then you get whoever you want. If they only win four, he's not around. Five, yeah. six, seven. Five, six, definitely. An Everyone's issue. going to be calling for him, but I feel like, I feel like the the people in the front office will support Chip for one more year. Um, you know, if if they. If they're not at 500 or better, um, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll we'll pick up on that. I think the Eagles turn it around this year yet. Um, I don't know how or why. That might be just you know me rooting for them to turn around. But like I said, I think it's gonna be a like the games are a microcosm of the season, and they're gonna have made too many mistakes early and not be able to overcome that late. Uh, and I think they watch them. They could end up. I know this is ridiculous the way they're playing right now. Watch them end up 10 and six again and miss the playoffs because they just didn't play well. You know, now I don't see them going nine and Man, two nine, down the stretch. I know, I know it's crazy, but nine like, and three. Oh yeah, three, yeah, right? yeah, nine and three. You gave him a loss already next week. One of the New England. <laughs> why, I counted that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but whatever. We're, enough about that. I think the Eagles turn around, dug themselves too big of a hole in the beginning of the season. We'll find out more about the Redskins next week. They have Atlanta. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll lose and then they'll beat some other teams. Um, 
I mentioned, you know, at the top of the show when I created my uh, my JADD, yeah. but obviously the Dolphins were awful at Wembley Stadium today. The game started at 9.30 Eastern time. Um, I'm glad I didn't get to watch it. I was helping my my, uh, my brother-in-law move some stuff and, you know, taking care of the kids and stuff around the house. You were and basically doing anything Anything else, to right? actually have to watch the Dolphins play because yeah. it was abysmal. And it was awful. And, um, again, we should probably have to send you know something over to the embassy in dc or something you know apologizing for that that they had to see that um this is not this is not the type of football you necessarily want one to send over there if you want to expand it have they gotten any good games over there no because the good teams aren't going to go over there and host I, give nah, up a home I game. I didn't mean to. No, that's fine. You can say it, whatever. You can say. But the, good teams aren't going to give up a home the game. Funny thing is, entering the year, they were supposed to be good. So right. you know, you're giving up a home game. But anyways, they lost to the Jets, 27 to 14. The Jets improved to three and one. Miami drops to one and three. And honestly, they could be 0 and four for all that matters. Uh, both teams will have a bye next week. Miami will come back hosting Tennessee before traveling to Houston. So if we would have told you before the season that in this game. One of the teams would be right in the thick of it in the AFC East, and the other would be, you know, bottom dwellers. And we we would have we would have thought we nailed it. Yeah, I guess I should have. When we were doing that the preview with my my uncle's picks, I should have said that the other one that I completely whiffed off and was saying that the Jets were going to be one of the worst teams. Right. In the league. Yeah. I, clearly, that's yeah. not true. Um, but uh, the the Jets will after their bye week they will host Washington before a big game. October yeah. 25th in New England. In New England. Uh, if the Jets come off their bye and, and beat Washington, they, that sets up a showdown with the Patriots because I assume the Patriots are going to win next week because that's just that's, the that's Patriots. what they do. Right, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> they play at Dallas next week. Uh, They're going to win. <laughs> so out of a bye. You expect uh, the Patriots to be 4-0. Like I said, so, so who knows what happens with Dallas tonight. I, I think they'll beat New, Eng- or New, New Orleans. Orleans. Um, and go what to two and two? Who the Cowboys? No wait, no they'll be three and one. Yeah, right. They only lost no. to the Falcons. Oh yeah, yeah. They're three and one. They're two yeah. and one right now. Right. Like so two and three. I think they'll be three and one. They'll be three and two. If the Eagles win next week against New Orleans and get the two and three, they're still now it's a game and a half or right, a two game difference. Because you got to play head to right. head. Right. Like I get that, but you know, <laughs> the, well, my dad says. He, he said before, I'll say it again, he's not worried about the Eagles. He's afraid of the Giants as, as a Cowboys fan. And I, I completely get that. As an Eagles fan, said, I want to We choked about this, that right? this was the year, yeah. right? And 2007, it is. It 2011, is. 2015. And everybody was calling for Coughlin. It just didn't take till week eight. Everybody was calling for Coughlin and Eli after the first two weeks. And what'd they do? They've won two weeks in a row now. They and, could have won the and other And they should have won the other two. They should be 4-0. They lost by a point I'll to give Dallas. Them, even if they split the two clock games, you know, they should be 3-1. And, and and honestly, they probably look the best of any of the NFC East teams. Yeah, they yeah, probably They probably, probably have right. the best win today. Yeah, yeah, because... Well, let's talk about it. The Giants went to, we talked about it last week, staying yeah, we in the state going, of New like, York. We said we are going to go through really fast. We're going to have to. We're going to motor through a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, the Giants went to Buffalo and won today, 24-10, kind of convincingly. Um, right, and I, this is a big one of what are we going to see moving forward. I think the Giants are for real. Is Buffalo for real? They've lost two in a row now. Now they've lost well, two. No, they beat Miami last week. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of, of New England. But they lost to New England. Right. They lost to New England. They lost to the Giants. Both at home, by the way. Both in Buffalo. Right. Where they're yeah. not supposed to lose their home right. games. And they were getting embarrassed by New England, and then they came back. But Now they beat up on Indy, but how good's the Indy win look? They beat up on the Dolphins. How good's the Dolphins win look? 
Right. So who are the Buffalo Bills? Right. Exactly. I don't know. And that's the thing. I don't know. Um, and, you know, as you look at it. The Giants have one of the latest buys, too. Right. So they've got a bunch of games. They don't have a buy until the week before Thanksgiving. They play San Francisco coming east next back week. Back-to-back back primetime games. Right. They play the Eagles the week after that. That should be, for the Giants, that should be two more wins. Uh, then they play Dallas, who's still going to be without Romo. Right. Um, and and Dez. probably without Dez as well. you know. And then they play New Orleans and then Tampa. Honestly, oh my I, gosh. until their game November 15th against, surprise, They're going to be favored in every game the until Patriots, then. Patriots, they should honestly be 7-2 and two when they play yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. 7-2 and I, two, looking just, back thinking they should have been 9-0. They should have beat Dallas the first week. They have them at home the next time. Right. Uh, they're better than the 49ers. They're better than the Eagles. They're better than the Saints. They're better than the Bucks. Right. Like they should be, they should win their next five. Right, and they get Dallas without Dallas's two best players. Ex- exactly, and exactly. they should they should have beat them the first time. Get them without their two best players the next time. That yeah. that New England game could be if they're as good as they're playing. Super Bowl it's preview, a Super Bowl rematch, like they wanted for this fiftieth yeah. anniversary, and could be a Super Bowl preview, which is crazy will, to think about. Will they be the team to beat New England for New England's first loss? And then what if New England goes fifteen and one with their so only loss so, being to the Giants? So it's the reverse, and then they beat the Giants. Would in the, the Patriots fans' heads explode if that happened? Yeah, if it, the, might. the Giants are the yeah. only team that prevented them from going undefeated again this year? <laughs> My so, gosh! Right. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, a couple. Let's go through quick real score. quick. Uh, Bengals improved to four and zero, beating the Chiefs today, thirty six twenty one. Wasn't they're, that close? They're clicking. All, yeah, the Chiefs did not score three. They were touchdowns. able to run the ball today too, which just helps Andy Dalton. The Chiefs scored seven field goals to right. get to twenty one. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Cairo, Cairo Santos. Cairo Santos, seven field goals. The NFL record's eight, but I think he did set a Chiefs record with the seven. Yes. Um, but the Bengals, yeah, man, rushing attack, yep. passing attack, playing defense. Well, gave him 21 points, but they're right. all field goals. Kept right. them out of the end zone. Uh, we talked about Falcons' utter domination of the Texans. I don't care that they scored 21 points in the fourth. I think Atlanta was up. If they weren't up 48 nothing, they were up 42 nothing. I believe. Yeah, they were up 42 nothing. So, Falcons, wow. 48-21, Atlanta moves to 4-0. and Chicago getting in the win column, beat Raiders the Raiders. Beating the Raiders. Who, come on, Raiders! Had this to win that game. To be, this was supposed to be your time. Yep. Um, but they couldn't do it. They were kicking field goals as well in the second half, and uh, they gave up a touchdown late to Chicago. Yep. Amari and, Cooper uh, looks really good, though. He does, and, and Derek, Derek Carr doesn't Carr look, bad. look bad. But their inconsistencies. Uh, right. You know, you want to start competing Problem in that tough West division. You can't give up 22 points to the Bears. No. So. I mean, I know Cutler is back, but still, come on. Yeah. We talked Redskins over Eagles 23-20. Elsewhere, Carolina improved to 4-0. Looks really good. Four, first time since 2003, they're undefeated. That will be awesome when they play Atlanta. I hope right. that's coming up in the next few weeks, but I want to say it's actually towards the end of the year. Did we already look at this once already this year? No, they have to buy next week and then Seattle. Yeah, they do. Like they play them December yeah. 13th and December 27th. Yeah, three weeks. Two, twice in three weeks in uh, week 14, week 16. So yeah. that could be interesting if both teams stay strong. Yeah. Panthers over Bucks, 37-23. Jameis Winston, four interceptions. We talked Giants over Bills, 24-10. And uh, Snoozer in the AFC South, the Colts in overtime beat the Jaguars Perfect 16-13. example of an exciting game, not a good game. Uh, you know, Jaguars missed three field goals. All that would have basically been walk-off well, you know, wins. If they would have had Scobie, it wouldn't have made any difference. In, re- would have missed- in, in reality, they only, technically they only missed two because – they missed one, but the Colts had called a timeout. Serves them right. But then he missed it again. It was closer, though. And then he missed um, a closer one in overtime. So, 
that's that's not so good. The uh, primetime games tonight, we've mentioned a couple times, but Dallas goes to New Orleans. New Orleans trying to avoid an 0-4 start. Dallas trying to come back from that demoralizing loss to the Falcons last week. Uh, they should have won that one. They were up big early. Uh, but my dad says after the Cowboys win tonight, they'll be 3-1 and one, just like his Slick Willie's Cowboys will be 3-1 hey, after go. this week. Uh, the Monday night game is Detroit at Seattle. Detroit's trying to avoid an 0-4 start. We're looking at Seattle to get back on track. They got a win in last Seattle, week. Seattle, I the, can't see them losing yeah, that. Seahawks but... should improve to 2-2. Two two. Man, d- dropping to Detroit to 0-4. Right. Now, the four late games that are going on right now, Actually, when we looked earlier, really good <laughs> none of them were like that interesting. But as they stand now, Cleveland and San Diego um, at the home at of the Chargers are tied at 27, under two minutes to go. San Diego has the ball at midfield, so they're right. driving to try this to This is big for the Browns. I mean, if they win, they'd be tied They'd be tied with the Steelers, really, you know, at 2-2. Two and two. Right. Um, you know, like you said, uh, Chargers have the ball and are driving late in the game there. But. The only one that's a little bit out of hand, or actually I believe is final, is Green yeah. Bay has improved to 4-0 with a victory over the 49ers. Wasn't it the blowout everyone thought? But um, no, 49ers defense have been getting steamrolled. So seeing Green Bay come to town, not exactly the right. best thing, but they held them to 17 points, but the 49ers offense did nothing be against fair, the like, Green Bay they, Their defense did look bad last week, but they, there were two picks – there were two pick sixes before they even set foot on the field. They yeah. were down fourteen nothing before their defense even stepped on the field. Think about that. That's hard to do. That is hard to do. Uh, St. Louis Ooh. and Arizona. In Arizona, the Cardinals are down by two. The Rams have the ball. They just uh, got the ball in St. Louis oh, no, in their own territory. So. Uh, with four minutes to play. So the Rams are trying to run some clock up too late. So if you can get to red zone or your TV, if this game is on, uh, it's an interesting one. Arizona's trying to get to 4-0 yeah. uh, while the Rams are trying to even themselves at 2-2. That would, be a big, that would be a second big divisional win for the Rams. Too. It would. Yeah, they beat Seattle in week one. Now, the last game is Vikings at Broncos, a little interconference matchup here. And as it looked going into half, it looked like Denver was getting ready to add a few points. Um you know, with like 30 yeah. seconds to play in the second quarter. And then Peyton Manning threw a pretty awful interception yeah, to Anthony Barr. a bad read. A Vikings two plays later punched it in. I think at the time it was, was it 13-3? Yeah, or something it was 13 like that. 3, and then and they then got a touchdown like to cut two it plays later. 13 to 10, instead of it being 16 or 20 right, to 3, right. all of a sudden it's 13 10. Right. Now the Vikings and Broncos are tied at 20. Uh, the Vikings have gotten 10 fourth quarter points right. to tie it the up. The Broncos are in field goal range. They are in field goal range with two minutes to play. Right. So this could be the second game that I picked close but lose 23 to 20. Yes, you, are, you did take Minnesota over Denver. Uh, but it looks like now we've seen crazy things with kickers this year. But my fantasy kicker is about to come through for yeah. the Broncos. That's Arizona what's just got the ball back with 251 left. Yes, they two. did. And they are on their 37. So right. plenty of time for Carson Palmer three and their uh, pretty decent offense yeah. there in Arizona. Uh, so three games going down to the wire. So if you got red zone or one of these games on your TV, right. definitely head there now. So, all right. Any, any shout-outs, anything to add this week? Nothing uh, comes to mind. Well, congratulations to the Wilson football team for tying Mannheim Central's league game winning streak of 52 consecutive victories over LL teams. Wilson has not lost to a Lancaster Lebanon League team in the regular season, or probably or in the playoffs as well, uh, since October 2007. Wow. It was to Mannheim Township. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was like 26 to 7. Um, at the end of October. So it's been literally almost eight years since a team from the LL has beaten Wilson. And uh, 
to get that victory, or excuse me, to get first place all alone in the record book, they'll need to beat Hempfield this week. Five and zero. Who's five and zero? Uh, so big game in Landisville this Friday. So if you're in, um, you know, Burks, Lancaster, Lebanon area, and you want to see some good high school football, head to uh, Hempfield High School in Landisville. And uh, seven o'clock Friday will be Wilson Hempfield, which um, could end up being, you know, a de facto league championship game. Right. I know Manheim Township's still out there a couple weeks away, but this is the first one on the schedule that right. is a that's a huge game in terms of the actual league. Uh, section one championship yeah absolutely so uh you know we'll we'll know more this time next week definitely so uh, if you don't have anything else to add i guess uh i guess we'll wrap it up here and oh just reminder on the schedule and we kind of mentioned this when we went over my uncle's um, email saying we'd be off for two weeks he is right um next week we're supposed to be recording the second episode of the bulldog hour i don't know if that is happening or not yet some uh, crazy weekends here in october uh busy in the sports world and busy in the personal life as well so um we should be doing bulldog hour next week that may or may not happen but anyways no jamie joe mason jrf show next sunday then the following sunday my youngest daughter is getting baptized and we have family coming in so again there won't be a show that weekend so we will be back on October 25th, talking NFL Week 7. And by then, you're almost at the halfway point. We'll right. definitely know. You know. We thought tonight we knew. We'll definitely know the next time that we go on the right. air who are the, the contenders. And yep. um, we'll let you know on episode 189, which, again, will be Sunday, 6.30 p.m. on October 25th. Um, but I think that's it. So thanks for joining us. This wraps up the 188th episode of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We hope you tune in every Sunday evening at 630 for our take on sports. Until next time, I'm J-Raff. And I'm Joe Mays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. Don't forget, you can download each episode of the show from the podcast section of the iTunes store. We'll see you next time. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>